0: Welcome to our weekly devotional. As we begin a new year, my uh, attention is drawn to uh, a new year of reading the Bible and simply starting in Genesis. My uh, one-year Bible has parallel beginning Genesis and beginning in Matthew and beginning in the Psalms and beginning in the Proverbs. But here I'm I'm especially thinking about Genesis 1-1 and just wanted to spend a few minutes with you reflecting on the significance of this one sentence, the implications of this one sentence. And, and I would say that in one way, this is the greatest sentence ever written. I qualify it because John one, 1 uh, is similar and directs our attention, especially to the word of God. So I'm not putting these in competition, but just to say, when this is written down, this is certainly the greatest sentence having been written. And opens the door to us to then get to John 1.1. So just just this truth that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And so we're told right away that there's this distinction. God has existed from eternity. And there is the beginning. It's not a beginning in in a cycle of many different beginnings. Beginnings from eternity over and over. So that you'll you'll have a origin stories from, from uh, polytheist or animist groups that talk about a beginning, like the beginning of this rotation or the beginning of, of uh, this world. And they came from a previous world. This might be the third or fourth world. Now uh, there's a problem there, which is that that still indicates there was a first world where things absolutely began. It hasn't existed from eternity, Uh, but you do have other systems that say there might be like 6 million year old uh, cycles that. Of of say uh, uh, consciousness awakening and then going to sleep and then awakening and then going to sleep. But here we have in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God existed from eternity, and nothing else did. And and really, uh, you'll you'll see the world systems that are put up against this all saying not only uh, the world is is from eternity, but but more likely what they argue is that it's super old. The world is incredibly old, and, and we, we've been here quite a long time, but we're, we're late comers to the world. And it's one of the ways to deny this truth. Uh, you could directly deny and say, no, no, uh, God only isn't eternal. There's other things eternal. Or you could minimize it and say, yeah, this is, this is a super old earth, and humans are uh, late comers and, and not really that important. A, a way of minimizing humanity. So you'll see that's very common. It's not. You, you might think, well, yeah, that's just a new discovery of of science. Not at all. That's been the philosophy in Aristotle, in Babylonian, Egyptian, Hindu texts that the Earth is ancient, is very old. So here we have an, a teaching otherwise. There was a beginning, and God was there already. And God created the heavens and the earth. And this is a way of saying everything: the heavens, the earth. All things that exist had a beginning and they were created and nothing exists that wasn't created. That's what John in chapter one spells out more specifically. The word is eternal. It was there in the beginning with God and the word, all things were made through the word. Now that tells us the word was not made because all things that were made were made by the word. So I'm anticipating John 1-1 there, but uh, bringing us back to Genesis 1-1 and just the beauty of this one sentence, this encapsulates all of philosophy. I mean, this is what philosophy should be able to discover. Only God is eternal. I'm not eternal. There are there are philosophies that say my soul has existed from eternity and it gets stuffed into a body and it forgets. And the purpose of reincarnating is to remember and there are other uh, philosophies that say the material universe has existed from eternity. Maybe not this one, but there were previous universes all going back to eternity. Plato says that there's an eternal world of the forms, but also the material stuff has always existed. And Aristotle says that these, this material stuff is an eternal change towards being like the ideas or the forms. And so you get these uh, philosophies that say, no. Something besides God has existed from eternity. Or, and interestingly, they begin with an uncaused event, right? So you'll, you'll have a lot of the polytheistic groups saying there's water and the gods popped out. Almost all of them start that way. Uh, and say, so, well, where'd the water come from? And, and water sometimes is equated to chaos because I'll say that too. There was chaos and then the first gods popped out because water is chaotic compared to land, which is solid. Water is always shifting and changing. It's hard to understand where the waves will go. So uh, then you just have an uncaused event. And here in in verse two, we immediately move past that, and we get the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And we get into the discussion of how God created. The spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. So there was this original water, but God it, it wasn't eternal. God was eternal. And God is going to be the one who brings things out of that into existence. Let there be light. Let there be uh, ferment above and below. Let there be dry land. Let there be plants. God is the source of creation, not some secondary thing. You might think, well, he's maybe he's employing angels uh, to do this. No, here we have the attribution is directly to God. Whatever secondary things are going on, I, I may or may not be addressing that now. There's no reason to even speculate about it because it says God, and, that, and that's what Genesis is drawing our attention to. And so uh, we have in this first sentence enough to occupy the entire field of philosophy because the final point I want to make is this is a revelation of who God is, God the creator. And this verse 1-1 is the source of our greatest good that we can know God, that God is eternal, and we can know God through his works of creation. So there's a lot there as we begin a new year to reflect on in this verse, just simply Genesis 1.1. Thanks for joining me for our weekly devotion.